softball set up here. Having a little bit of a, a weepy morning because I realize that as I'm looking out, oh, please go away. Sorry. Let's just take a moment for that. <laughs> I didn't know that that was going to impact me, but you know we are living in a physical world, and so we have those emotions. And those feelings and thoughts. And sometimes we can't always control them and how they come out. I'm just going to start off today telling you how much I don't like to cook. Well, I used to not like to cook. If you think about it, it is probably one of the most mundane tasks we do every day. We have to choose what we're going to eat. We have to cook it, prepare it, then we have to clean up everything, and then we put everything away, and then the next day we take all that stuff out again, and we do it over again. And so for a while there, as a single person, I thought, well, that doesn't make any sense. I could save so much time um, ordering food. And then I don't have to clean my kitchen every day. So I started doing that before the pandemic, just want you to know. But I did keep people in business during the pandemic. You know, it was part of my duty as a, as a human. So the part that I want to bring up is the fact that, you know, when you're doing something, when you're doing your laundry when you're cleaning your kitchen, sometimes it can feel really mundane, really tedious, really repetitive. And I'm here to kind of talk to you and get you to reframe your thinking and to look at those activities in a different light. My message today is to seek the divine in the mundane and how do we do that? Well, we're going to talk a little bit about what the divine is, what mundane means to me, why we should be open to it, and then how to be open to the divine in everyday life. So it sounds pretty simple. So what does mundane mean? In the dictionary it says, Lacking interest or excitement. Dull. I added that tedious word. Everyday repetitive tasks. There's also a second definition of that. The secondary definition is of this earthly world rather than a heavenly or spiritual one. And that's the part that I want to talk about, because when we talk about mundane things, we're talking about that physical world, the things that we do every day, the things that come up in our lives that we need to process and go through. And so we need to be open to the divine to be able to 
continue to move forward because otherwise I don't know what else to do. Reverend Dr. Paul Hasselbeck last week said, we are fully human and fully divine. And I like that idea of being both and. I think it's important to remember that in every single moment that we have, that we can be both fully human and fully divine. The revealing word lists the divine as godlike, godly, or the nature of God. It also talks about divine mind, God mind, ever present, all knowing mind, the absolute, the unlimited, all wise, all loving, all powerful spirit. We also call it substance or source. Whatever that is for you, that's what I want you to think of. So in 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 3, it says, His divine power has given us everything needed for life and godliness through the knowledge of Him who called us by His own glory and excellence. So when I think about that passage, His divine power has given us everything needed for life and godliness. We have everything that we need within us to stay connected to that original source, to trust in what we're doing is the right thing to do in that moment. And it is a gift that God has given to us. And it called to us by His own glory and excellence. So God has made us the same. Seeking the divine in the mundane. I want you to think for a moment of a time where you thought something was just the most mundane thing you've ever done. It can be anything. Now, think of that task in terms of what you could do to switch it around. So, I'm not talking about going into meditation every day before you go into washing your clothes. I'm not talking about having a prayer every time that you wash your dishes. But I am talking about mindfulness and awareness that openness that we have to remind us that we are in our divinity while we're in our humanity. So in the letters of Myrtle Fillmore, 
she tells us that God is in us as the very life and substance that we use. And our use of His gifts increases our ability to use and to direct them. God is life. We make that life into living. I like that definition of what the divine is for me because that allows me to know that there's more to just tapping into the divine. It is creating a life that has more meaning, not only for myself, but for others. When I, when I cook now, I really like cooking. I always liked cooking. I just didn't like cleaning up afterwards, I'll be honest. But um, I now look at it as something that I'm doing for myself and for others around me. Because I'm cooking something that'll taste good, that'll be good for me, that'll keep me healthy. And so I don't mind as much having to do the dishes every day. Now, don't get me wrong, I still order from DoorDash. I just don't do it as often as I used to. And I started doing other things the same way, with more mindfulness. And what I noticed when I was cooking my food was that it somehow tasted better than I'd ever tasted it before. So I know that my thoughts and my feelings that I put into that were being mindful to that situation and allowing me to fully express myself and then to enjoy whatever I created after that. I think that's really important. So, I don't know if many of you have heard of the mystic Teresa of Avila. She was a 12th century mystic. She wrote a lot of books on being open to the divine and about centering in to your inner self to reach that place where God is. Not going outside of yourself, but staying within. And so it is said that Teresa of Avila found difficulty at first in reconciling the vastness of the life of the spirit with the mundane task of her Carmelite convent. The washing of pots, the sweeping of floors, the folding of laundry. At some point of grace, the mundane became for her a sort of prayer, a way she could experience her ever-present connection to the divine, which is the source of life. She began then to see the face of God in the folded sheet. I like that. It's seeking the divine in the mundane, those everyday things that we all do. So, how much more can we talk about this? 
I want to maybe have us do an exercise here. So, and I think I started it, and then I didn't finish it, so we'll, we'll do it again. Um, think of a, a, a task or an activity that you do that you find to be mundane. And then look at it from the perspective of your divinity and how you can expand it. So for me, maybe the mundane is going for a walk. But going for a walk is so much more than just walking because I'm connecting with Source through the trees, through the grass, through the sidewalk. Because as we know, God is in everything and everywhere present. So what part of that task that you do can you turn into a divine idea? I've been uh, reading a lot of uh, Paul Hasselbeck, especially since last week, because he's inspired me so much. I was kind of fangirling on that whole, like, oh my gosh, Paul Hasselbeck is giving a talk here. And then next week, Robert Brummett is giving a talk here, and I get to talk in between them. And I'm like, this is way out there, man. I was, I was pretty excited. But they are my teachers at ministerial school, too. So I know that they're people, but I kind of put them up on this pedestal because there's so much more. I mean, we use the books on metaphysics that Paul Hesselbeck has, has prepared as some of our main studies. And one of the things that I remember him saying, I, I think it's in um, the Point of Power uh, book that he has, um, he talks about God being omniscient omnipresent, oh, I can't remember the other one, omnipotent, thank you, <laughs> but what he said was that it wasn't that they were, um, that God wasn't those things, God is those things, so God is omniscient, he is the noun, he is the verb, he is everything, so he is omnipotent. And he is, and I say he, but we know that it, God, source, has no gender. But it allows me to reframe how I think about God and how I think about God in all of you and in everything around me. And it allows me to get up every morning and be thankful for a day, another day, whatever that day brings, whatever circumstances come my way. I know that God is in me and that everything will be okay, even when it's not. 
at the same time. So we have things in our lives that happen that we can't always explain and we can't always control. But what we can control is how we think about them and how we trust in that divine nature. So I want you to think about every moment of every day that you do as building a masterpiece. I believe that Paul Hesebeck also said that we aren't co-creators of God because we are God, so we're not separate from God. So we are creating our reality in that moment. So just imagine what you can create every day, even in the mundane, by remembering that you are divine. So the spiritual practice for today is to look at your life and to take a task every day. Just one thing. You don't have to do it with everything. And to turn it into that ideal, that God source. To become a creator and then to experience the divine in every moment of every day. Are you with me? Yeah. All right. So I hope that wasn't too mundane for you. It was divine. Thank you. All right. Um, Thank you for being a wonderful community. Thank you for always expressing yourselves as the divine uh, in, through, and as all of us. And thank you very much for today. Thank you.